hello and welcome to the very first episode of Exploring Thoughts. I am so incredibly excited that you are here. Thank you so much for listening. This is something that I have really wanted to create for a long time and have just always lacked the confidence to do it, to be honest. So the fact that this is all happening is so surreal to me. I've spent quite a while thinking about what this first episode should be on because there is just so much that I want to cover on this podcast. I have a whole list of topics. But for the first thing, I really wanted to pick something that I thought summed up what the whole project is going to be about. So this is about the mindset shift that I'm currently encouraging in myself um, to bring me the most satisfied life. And it all comes down to this one key question, which is what would the happiest version of me do? Now, note that it's happiest version of me. It's not the best version of me, which a lot of people focus on. It is the happiest version. I think this is really relevant going into summer because if you have a phone and if you have social media, and even if you don't, if you just like look at magazines or look at adverts or anything really, we are constantly surrounded by images of people who are at least trying to come across like they are thriving and living their best life, even if they are really struggling underneath. I mean, I know that I'm guilty of this sometimes, that I love posting a photo of me where I look my happiest self. And maybe I was my happiest self when that photo was taken, but that doesn't mean that I don't struggle on other days. The idea of your best self rather than your happiest self, can sometimes be quite toxic. Um, Like, your best self is often associated with these, like, super successful, super into fitness, super social people that just cover all their bases and never seem to fail on anything. And even when they feel negative emotion, they just process it perfectly and then it's like oh I had my negative moment and now I've moved on which just I don't know I don't think that's realistic for a lot of people and I think I think it's not realistic for the people that are doing it and so I think that focusing on criteria which are more defined by yourself than they are by other people is important like these best versions where you are super successful the, the metrics for defining that are often external. It's like, what do other people think? Do other people think that I'm being successful? Do other people think that I'm super fit and healthy? You're not defining that yourself. Whereas happiness can only be measured by you. No one can tell you you are or aren't happy. That is like a very abstract emotion that you feel within yourself. But for things like academic achievement and validation, you're depending on external systems of marking and grading that specific example is something that I have struggled with so much like I, I'm gonna do a whole episode on academics at some point because I could talk about that for hours and if you follow me on TikTok which please do if you don't um my at is at Alicia789 um but yeah so I did a TikTok recently about like life outside of academic structure and academic structure includes this like system of marking and grading um and I'm trying to find more internal measures rather than these external measures that weren't designed for me like they don't know how much effort I put into that piece of work they don't really know what what I deserve particularly at university where the people that are marking your essays don't even know you most of the time like sure 
maybe some professors know who you are and if you're at school then yeah your teachers know who you are but they're working off a mark scheme like they're not they're not interested in you as a person anyway sorry that is academics and I will go into that more another time but back to the point about the happiness mindset I think it's most useful for sort of superficial to medium layer decisions I think when you're making like long-term decisions you do need to take into account like future happiness as well as current happiness because obviously like in the exact moment you're making the decision maybe you feel like all you want to do for the rest of your life is sit on the sofa watch tv but you know that in the long term having a project, having a challenge, going to university, whatever it may be, will actually bring you more happiness. So I think that this this mindset is most applicable for those like superficial to medium layer decisions. Um, things like, do I spend my day reading a book or do I spend my day seeing my friends? Um, where the short-term happiness can be prioritised over a best version of yourself. Like, rather than thinking, okay, but if I go and see my friends, then, like, I'll have photos, and I'll be able to post that in my, like, monthly dump. Think about, like, okay, but what is actually going to bring me happiness? Have I run my social battery down? Do I just need a day watching TV, reading, eating some yummy food? Or do I actually think that going out right now and seeing my friends will energise me and give me lots of good memories and make me truly happy. I'm not trying to say that you can be happy every single day. Trust me, I know that is not the case. I've had many, many days recently where I haven't been my happiest self. And I do think it's really important to give space to that anger and sadness and any negative thoughts in your life. I really think that in each of the little superficial decisions, you can just increase a feeling of good in yourself so that even on those bad days you have more I don't know what the right phrase is but like layers of protection almost like imagine oh I saw this oh this is what it is I saw this again TikTok I spend too much time on TikTok but it does give me good thoughts so anyway I saw this TikTok that I really liked as an analogy which was like imagine that there are, like, so many inevitable, not great things that happen in your life. Like, I don't want to say bad, but just, like, things that go slightly wrong. Um, And that is, like, a bomb in your day. And this bomb, if you let it go off without anything around it, then the impact can be really bad. But if you pad it out with all these layers of feathers, then the impact is going to be less. And so each feather represents, like, a good choice or, like, something that gave you happiness oh my god, this is the perfect example in my life. So last week, this is actually the first time this has ever happened to me. I got pooed on by a bird for the very first time in my life. And I'm telling you, if that had happened to me like two or three months ago, I would have, I think I would have cried. I don't think I would have been able to deal with it. I think I would have actually wanted to kill the poor bird when, you know, it's not the bird's fault. And that's because two or three months ago, I just had no layers of protection around that bomb. Whereas when it happened last week, I was on my way to get myself um, an iced coffee from Starbucks. I was feeling great. I had been to the gym that morning, so I was feeling quite energised. And so when it happened, yeah, obviously I had a moment where I was like, oh, that is disgusting and horrible. Um, But then I went and like tidied it. Luckily, it all landed on my sunglasses, so I just cleaned up my sunglasses um 
but I just went and tidied that up and I was like, you know what? They say it's good luck when a bird poos on you. So I felt pretty good after that, even though I definitely had that moment where I was just angry at the bird. Um, so that is what I mean about little thoughts, little thoughts that bring you happiness can make the bad things in your life just seem a bit less. And obviously getting pooed on by a bird is a very superficial bad thing. I'm not talking about like really deep and meaningful things that cause a lot of damage those need like you know other processing methods to work through but 90% of the everyday things that happen in your life I really think this mindset can help with um and like those of you that know me will be aware that I am such an indecisive person like I I just cannot choose things I get I feel very overwhelmed when I'm faced with a decision sometimes even if it's the silliest decision I would say more so if it's the silliest decision if it's literally something like do you want this packet of crisps or this packet of crisps I just my mind just goes blank like I just can't deal with it and sometimes it feels like I get to the point where I've missed out on opportunities because I can't decide like if so where I was saying earlier like deciding what to do in your day I would get so in my head about these decisions that I would end up doing nothing I couldn't decide whether I wanted to go and read a book or whether I wanted to see my friends so I would just sit there completely frozen and not do either which ultimately was the thing that would bring me the least happiness like it would get to the point where I was just lying in bed each morning because I couldn't even decide, like, do I, like what do I want for breakfast? And because I couldn't decide that, I was just frozen to my bed. That's another really interesting thing, is that people often talk about fight or flight when you're faced with anxiety. But, like, and this is, this is like, scientifically proven and backed by research. What it really is, is fight, flight, or freeze. And I am such a freezer. And having these little methods, these little tricks to help you make decisions can help break that freeze because I I hate it when I get stuck in a freeze and it happens so often. And I am like, that's something that I'm so determined to overcome. It's just this getting frozen. Um, and I don't want to be lying in bed in the morning, just like not knowing what to do and feeling so anxious over these decisions that I just can't move. And this happiness one is what is really working for me at the moment, because that is just a way to make my decision easier. And don't get me wrong, I'm still learning. Sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know what will make me happy. And I have to reduce it back to that really short term, superficial level of happiness rather than getting the long term happiness involved in that decision. Because as soon as you start doing that, you almost subconsciously bring in that like best version of yourself where you're like okay well I need to I need to do more work to improve my academics I need to go to the gym to be fitter and healthier like don't think about that just don't just think right now in the short term what is going to bring me the most happiness and that will help you break that freeze help you make that decision that can then lead to you getting up and moving around because the other thing about that freeze is that I would then feel so, so bad for the rest of the day, which then would only increase my anxiety, which would then only make me freeze more. Like this intense feeling of regret. Whereas if you have done something truly for your happiness, then you don't need to regret that because you have made a good decision that brought you 
brought you a benefit. It's that whole, like, treat yourself mindset, which I know sometimes, like, people make fun of it and people are like, oh, I'm just treating myself to, you know, like, really expensive stuff every day and it's a problem. But I do actually really agree with that treat yourself mindset like obviously to a certain extent and it doesn't need to be something that you spend money on every day like the treating yourself could just be like I'm gonna make my favorite meal for me today or it could just be like I'm gonna watch that episode of tv that I have been waiting on or calling a friend or like if you're in a relationship your boyfriend or girlfriend like just treat yourself every day put in something that wasn't necessary that you didn't have to do but brought you that brought you that element of happiness because otherwise otherwise life can just be a bit a bit great you know like how can you regret a decision that makes you happy okay maybe take that with a pinch of salt because I know sometimes people get like super super drunk and then when they're drunk they're like oh I'm doing the thing that makes me happy and then the morning afterwards they really really regret it but if you need that night once in a while just just do it like I say a pinch of salt with everything that I've been saying. But this, I think, applies in most situations. And it certainly does for me. So find the elements of your life that it can apply to as well. So another question that I ask myself, if I am still really struggling with a decision, if I've used the happiness mindset and I'm still like, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna bring me happiness, or I think they're gonna bring me equal happiness, the next question I ask myself is, does it really matter? Like, does it matter which one I do? Which one I do first? Can I fit both of these in? Does it matter if I fit both of these in? Can I just, you know, wait another day? Sometimes it's actively good to wait another day because it means that you have something planned for the next and you don't have to decide what you're doing in another day. So I just, yeah, I ask myself that question does it really matter what you are doing? And is there any specific reason why you are struggling so much with the decision? Because the answer might be like, yes, it does matter. So something that I did earlier today was I had to transfer the money to pay for my rent into my account. Like I needed to do that. That did matter that I did it today because they take the money out tomorrow. Um, but most things, particularly at the superficial level, it doesn't really matter. Like nine times out of 10, it just doesn't, like it, it's not gonna change your life that much, which is why I think that the happiness mindset works. And I think if you at first struggle with the happiness mindset and you find yourself asking this doesn't matter question more than you have been able to focus on the um, the happiness one, I think that's all practice and I think that as you do it more and more you'll be able to answer the question with the happiness one more often than having to default to the doesn't matter one um because at first it's quite confusing to think like what actually does make me happier and trust me I relate to this like so much like I still struggle with thinking like which one's going to make me happier and as I say super indecisive person Sometimes I'm like, okay, but this one does make me happier, but do I really want to do it? Like, is that something that I want to do? So it is very confusing. But I think the more you practice it, the less you'll have to rely on the does it matter question. Um, and the more, the more scope for happiness. And in summer, I think this is also really key because um, 
you have less uni or schoolwork and so there are less deadlines and less external things which do matter and so you can really practice just prioritizing yourself and prioritizing the way that you feel um or at least that that's what i found at least also so i've said that this only works in like nine out of ten scenarios don't let that one out of ten scare you off using the mindset like yes maybe there are examples where something that feels like a chore so maybe like a food shop or doing your washing up something like that that's a chore maybe that's not going to bring you a huge amount of happiness to be fair doing a food shop sometimes does because I just I just love walking around supermarkets but that might just be me but so like washing up right or doing your clothes washing like that's not a thrilling task and I don't think anyone is going to pretend that it is But don't let that one instance scare you off using the mindset for the other stuff. The order that you do things in your day and when you get stuff done generally has quite a lot of flexibility. So please don't beat yourself up about not knowing what to do or pushing to be this best version of yourself because there was one time where the rule didn't work. If the rule didn't work, again, just ask yourself, like, does it really matter that the rule didn't work this one time? I'm still going to try it. I'm still going to use it. Don't let the exception to the rule define your relationship with happiness and prioritising yourself. Like, don't live in fear over the rare chance of you making the wrong decision. That's what you'll learn from. That's where you'll realise what does truly make you happy. Like, if you thought that going for a run was going to make you truly happy, you got back and you go, "Mm, I'm actually just knackered. Like, I didn't really, I didn't really need to do that. (laughs) Then, you know, you've learnt from that. That is still a benefit that you have gained. Do not live in fear of making the wrong decision because I know that I, I, I used to be worse at this. I'm getting better, but I really did live in fear of making the wrong decision, which is why the freeze response would come up. And I just, just don't, it's easy to just, just skip that phase. It's not a good phase to be in. Another thing that I thought it would be nice to do each week, just to add a bit of variety and give you like a little insight into what's actually going on in my life because I really want to feel like I really want to feel like I'm talking to you guys like knowing you like that's the whole point of the podcast like I am actually sitting here like using my hands as I speak like I feel like I'm speaking to someone it's a bit weird um but so another little element that I wanted to include was about what I've really got up to in my week and particularly like the good bits and anything new that I've done um yeah stuff like that So there have been two things that I have done this week which have really stuck out as my favourite things. The first was that I went to Lowforce Waterfall, which is in the Teesdale Valley, which was about an hour's drive from Durham, which is where I'm at university. And that was so much fun. Like, as a geographer, I'm not going to lie, a waterfall... It doesn't get much better than that. Apart from like a full-on mountain range, waterfalls are just amazing. Like, I, just the way that they look, the way that they work, I, I'm just obsessed with them. And I went with some of my friends and it was really, really lovely um, just to spend the day together. I mean, we did walk in the wrong direction for about 40 minutes, um, which was my fault because I saw an arrow, like a trail finding arrow, like one of those yellow ones that marks the route. And I was like, yeah, that must be it. Turns out it was a different route. Um, so we got a bit lost, but then we just went back the way we came and we found our way eventually. 
so yeah that was that was my fault but I didn't mind that because honestly this trail the wrong trail (laughs) was like through a forest and I I hadn't been on a proper walk like up a hill through a forest in so long and honestly it felt so good it just felt like exactly what I needed and it's just such a reminder of what I've been missing out on the past few months where I haven't been feeling so good and it was just oh it was just amazing I just loved it and then the other really amazing thing that I did was I went to Bamburgh Castle and Bamburgh Beach um which I'd never been to before and honestly I did not know that they had areas like that on the like northern east coast of England like it was incredible the beaches were massive and there were all these like wave cut platforms which again it just really touched the geography in me I don't know I just loved it and then I went for lunch afterwards because my godparents took me which was really lovely um I also bought myself a new dress I have a prize giving at the Royal Geographical Society coming up and I think I'm gonna wear it to that because I think it just like suits their sort of like summer garden vibes of the prize giving and I might also end up wearing it for my summer ball at university I'm gonna wrap things up now because I I don't want to bore you guys like I, I want you to come back to the next episode it would mean the world if you could click that follow button because I am this is just an exploration into my mind really into my thoughts hence the name exploring thoughts but it would be so nice if just, you know, I thought a few people were listening and that would be such a motivation. Um, I think I'm going to try and do weekly episodes, but don't hold me to that because I have got quite a busy time coming up, particularly when university ends because I am working at Wimbledon, which I'm so excited for. I did that last year and it was great. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try and aim for weekly episodes, but might be a bit hit and miss at first as I'm getting into it. And as I said, if you don't follow me on TikTok, follow me on TikTok, Alicia789. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you thought what I had to say has some value. I'm sure there are bits that you'll disagree with. And that is the beauty of it because everybody thinks different things. And I, I love those conversations where people like challenge me on what I think and I can like explain myself but also listen to what they're saying and maybe realize realize difference differences that I could make in my mindset um so yeah right thank you so much for listening again it's as I say so surreal I'm gonna head off now I hope you have an amazing week and I hope that you can just make a few decisions this week that bring you happiness and you didn't focus on anything else, you just focused on what was going to make you the happiest version of yourself. 